Hogan! I'm dead! Good morning, good afternoon. Whenever this comes to you, I'm Will. I'm Taylor. And this is the new breakdown. The new breakdown? I kind of like the ring of that. Nobody really uh, wanted to suggest a name. So is that what we're going with? The with the breakdown? Something like that. Sounds kind of dope, like an Evanescence song. Really? I mean, is that what you didn't want to go with an Evanescence song? Okay, I got you. Is there a lot of breakdowns in Evanescence? No, but music? I think that sounds like one of their song names. Break like Amy up. Lee would just be like, I'm breaking down. Breaking down, breaking down. I think you just <laughs> took those words and added them to wake me up. I don't think so, bro. I don't know what you mean. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and start this off with our bad gimmicks of the week. And I'm going to go ahead and nominate Johnny Ace. Why? Because he sucks, dude. Nobody likes him. Nobody likes the stupid blonde mullet. And he was, he's the worst, man. Like, how many memorable Johnny Ace matches can you name right now off the top of your head? He's a pretty good GM. Is he, though? No. <laughs> I was just trying to give Even him some support. Even if you don't remember the original version of Johnny Ace, like because at this point, it's more so a nickname, but he actually wrestled under the name Johnny Ace. Uh, but let's say you want to remember him as a GM. My dude rolled around in a fucking like, uh, electronic wheelchair <laughs> and tried to get sympathy with his horrible robotic voice. Like, I do that all the time. Any of that? I do that all the time. No, you don't. You've never ridden an electronic <laughs> scooter. I wish I could, though. If I had one, I'd do it. Taylor, are you going to defend uh, Johnny Ace at all? Or I think that's what I'm doing, man. I just feel like everybody just gives him a bad rap. You know, it's not his fault. He's got it. Somebody's got to do the shit jobs. You know what I mean? Do you ever watch that show, Dirty Jobs? Somebody's got to do the dirty the shit jobs. Does he? Though. Do you think he goes home to, at night and cries a single tear into his pillow? Because I believe he does. Okay, a shoe salesman uh, is a pathetic job, I guess you could say, if you're going by married with children standards. Until you get someone who has a foot fetish. Then it's a dream job, Taylor. Do you understand that? So, if he enjoys ruining people's fucking lives, he's in a prime place to get paid to do it. And he, so, if is he not living his best life? Like, for me or you, to have to call all these poor people and go, Hey, guess what, brother? We don't got room for you anymore. Yeah. Best wishes. It's Wouldn't due to budget cuts, that? buddy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Was out of my hands, brother. I know he doesn't talk like that. I wish I had a good Johnny Ace impersonation, but I'm not going to ruin your life with. Please do one. Bring it up. Please no, do one. Please. You do one. I don't have the the will to do one, but you're really good at it. I heard it before. No, you haven't, because I've never done one. I've heard you do it a lot. Taylor, who is your bad gimmick wrestler of the week? You know, there's so many to choose from, and I don't want to just choose these gimmicks. So you're like, oh, that's a bad one. You know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> you got to step outside the box. So you want to step in shit. Yeah, so we got Rosie here, which is the first form of Nikki, and the first one. Yeah, she he's the. If you validate that, yeah, she he. What does his shit stand for again? Superhero in training. Superhero in training. Wow, he literally has shit 
on his uniform. Shit. No, he doesn't. It says he has S period H period I period T. Which spells? Period. Shit. Which spells? Which is, his uniform looks like I look all the time. Shit. Yeah, bro, I just don't get it. I mean, I understand the time period. You're like, people will think this is funny. Why but... are you always shitting on Hurricane Helms? That wasn't Hurricane Helms. That was Umaga. No, but Rosie was being trained by the hurricane. Because I don't Shane like Helms. him. Because he beefed with Buff Bagwell. What the fuck do you mean? Why don't I like him? Or did Buff Bagwell no. beef with him? Nobody beef. Buff never did anything wrong. Let's start there. So Buff didn't really want the stuff. From the from the beginning of the lineage, people just hated Buff because he was handsome. Oh, His whole right? career, people just shat on him and took things away from him because he was better looking than them. I'm convinced. Buff Bagwell outworked and was better than everyone he ever performed with. So basically, you hate Rosie because you love Buff Bagwell. Yeah, let's say that. I don't have anything against Rosie, but Buff Bagwell, if we're comparing the two, Buff's the stuff, bro. <laughs> All right, so we'd love for you guys to go ahead and like throw some recommendations at the wall. Not necessarily like you decide the bad gimmicks for us, uh, but why don't you, you know, you hit us up in our DMs. Tell us gimmicks you hate. Maybe yeah, we can discuss for sure. Those, uh, I'd love week. to talk about what you guys think are bad gimmicks because I have so many, and sometimes I feel like I you guys you have any. I think oh, I have a lot. Google I have a sure. lot. I have a whole list in my pocket, actually. I just didn't want to get it out for you. Well, how about your movie review of the week? Dave? So this week, uh, we had a movie called Vacation Friends come out, and it's starring a man named Jan Cena. And man, uh, so he's been on a roll lately of not failing, correct? I, I, from what I understand, how many movies have you seen of his? Because I'm on movie about five or six, so and I finally watched the Suicide Squad last week. Which here's the thing about me: don't ever expect me to be up to date with movies or television. Unfortunately, I'm not very good at that. But I don't know what it was. I think I was just so hungover from our draft on Saturday. Like Sunday, I didn't want to do shit. Gabby was up until like five in the morning drinking, so she definitely didn't want to do shit. And we had our kid, you know what I mean? We just wanted to hang out. So I went, uh, when we all got up, I went, made sausage gravy, and I just put on a couple movies, and Suicide Squad was one of them. So before we get to my review, what'd you think of Suicide Squad? It was great. So that, how do I put this? I understand that it's not everyone's cup of tea. But that movie really hit for me. I don't think a lot of people are hating on it, bro. No, I've I've heard a couple people be like, eh, it's it certified right. fresh. Here's the thing. I haven't heard that it was great. I heard that yeah, it was a good movie. I well, here's the thing. In in comparison to the other one, it's incredible because the other one really sucked eggs. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. So with me, like, yeah, I don't watch movies all the time, but the thing is, part of the problem with that is I'm super picky and Suicide Squad managed to hit all the notes for me, I guess is a good way to put it. It took enough time to actually tell a complete story. You know, it didn't go, hey, we have an hour and a half. Let's tell a story in an hour. Well, I think that John Cena continues to hit the right notes every movie he makes. Because like I said, this is movie number five I've seen of his now. Six, if you count that Fred scene. Oh my god! Um, so I mean, he's done. John Cena is good Fred's work. dad, right? He's yeah, he is, and he uh, gives him an uh, fu. It's pretty awesome. Hey, son, I've abandoned you your entire life. Now I'm going to assault you. <laughs> That's typical John Cena stuff. So I think that a lot of uh, these wrestling actors kind of get put in a box because we remember when Dwayne came out, it was like action movie, action movie, action movie, action movie, action movie, action movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So John has really done something where he's trying to do a few different things. So we started with Trainwreck, which is a straight comedy. He did funny. 
And then he did a cartoon in that Bigfoot movie or Smallfoot or whatever it's called. Well, what about the Marine? Marine was cool, but we count that as he was still a wrestler. So that was like a side project. Now he's a full-on actor. Oh, okay, so like his actual like, so body of work. Now. He's, he hasn't done this yet like he does in Fr- Vacation Friends where he is just out of control and on drugs the whole movie. <laughs> he is literally cocaine the whole movie. Start to finish. So is this like kind of like a play? What was that movie where it was like Neighbors, I think it was, or Cockblockers? It is kind of similar to Neighbors in the aspect like the the main thoughts of the movie are two people, Lil Ro Howery and his wife. I don't know what their names are in the movie. They move. They come on vacation on like a, on their honeymoon. So they go on their honeymoon and their room gets flooded because John Cena leaves the jacuzzi above their room on. So it floods their room. So John Cena basically invites them to stay in their presidential suite with him for the weekend. So it's just like an oddball couple. Yeah, an oddball couple movie. But they're really straightforward, nice people. And John Cena and his wife are just wild. So it's kind of like what they did in those other movies. But roles switched, I guess you could say. Because if I remember correctly... uh, what was it, Cockblockers or something? Like, John Cena was funny, but he was more of that, like, uptight, like, I don't want anything crazy going on. So he's on. doing the funny stuff, but he's switching the way he does exactly. funny stuff. He's not just hitting the same note like a Will Ferrell does, which is not a bad thing, because Will Ferrell hits that note well. But it's like he's starting to experiment a little bit. And with Peacekeeper, it was another thing that's like, he's really stepping out of his box. But, I mean, this was a pretty good movie. I mean, nothing I would, like call everybody in my phone book and be like, you have to watch this right now. Like, drop you know what, what you're I mean? doing, like, fucking put this on. It's not a 10 by any means. But I would say it's a, like like the Rotten Tomatoes score says, it is about a six. So what I was going to say, what's funny is when we started this, I, for whatever reason, thought we were doing Suicide Squad. I got the two movies mixed up because they came out like back to back. Yeah. And so originally I pulled up Suicide Squad or The Suicide Squad on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's got a fucking 91 on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. However, told you, vacation it's certified fresh, certified fresh. 60. Now, I've heard uh, so a lot of people seem to really like this movie. It's been pretty whoa, positive. Whoa, 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 whoa. So 60 on the tomato meter. It's got a 49% audience. Score. So what I mean is that's less than half of people are like, all right. So if it's been out a week, that means it's on the decline. So maybe it's not that great of a movie. But I want to give it a little bit more because it's definitely watchable and it's definitely interesting to see him in a different side. Well, this came out the week after the Suicide Squad. and It's less fresh than that movie. Well, Suicide Squad seems to be uh, everybody seemed to be really liking it. Like Maybe the top this year, even because I haven't heard really a lot of movies that have come out this year that I've been like, man, that's going to fucking dominate everything. You know what I mean? So uh, let's look at the what the reviews say. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get the consensus first and foremost, because we clearly have extremely mixed reviews. So do we want to go all critics? Let's go with let's the top the critics. I like to hear the users. Hold on. I want to hear the top critics first. We'll okay, pick we'll like one or two. That sounds good. You start uh, this one. So this one came was yesterday. Lindsay Baugh, Associated Press. She is a top critic taylor so let's get the full review would she give this know. bad boy Every time you open it i feel like 2.5 out of four and it's not even on the site it goes to five percent right it goes straight to, to her own article and instead of you're not reading this article are you i don't think so <laughs> so sorry Lindsay. read the small one <laughs> yeah, that's a real big, small one. Uh, August 28th, 2021, Tim Cogshell. Wh- wow, you should have got it it's just called, by the name. That's dope. That's a dope Phil name. Week, KPCC, NPR, Los Angeles. 
Okay, so this makes no sense. It's like four words, but then there's a full review. So he, first of it's, all, he dogged it and gave it a tomato. I'd like to put that out there. It's the goofy that makes the movie. What does the full review look like? Okay, it brought me to a review of Candyman. Stop going Sick. to the full reviews. It's not doing us any good. It's going to Newsweek. <laughs> all right, so here's a positive review in the last five days, August 27th, 2021 to be exact. Christy Lemire. RogerandEpert.com. Ooh, oh, she knows Roger and Ebert. Wow. She gave it a 1.5. Oh, she did not like it. <laughs> All four actors are trapped in one-note roles in repetitive scenarios that become increasingly tedious. Okay. All right. I kind of get it. I'm not mad at her. Go to the user reviews. These Hold on. New York bits. Times. I just want this one, too. From Glenn Kenny on the same day. Also gave it a tomato. Tarver directs with an eye an ear that's a cut above what one usually gets with this sort of fare okay all right nice. he's also a tom Kernick. Yeah, nice all right guy. so all audiences let's go manual g three hours ago half a star oh, after the first 20 minutes you realize it's just more repetitive bad humor humor really not funny over and over and over again Click goes the remote TV off button. Winky face. Damn, he thought he was clever as fuck with that. That's it. Oh, here we go. Change of pace. Frankie H today gave it four and a half stars. Wow, he would rewatch the shit out of this movie, according to the review, at least. Well, let's get into that, I guess. This movie is not for everyone. Oh, starting off very positive. Awesome. And sure not for those under 17. What do you mean? Can't the whole family gather around and watch this? I think this? there was a dick in it. Oh, okay. Also, I know John Cena's ass was in it. You don't, sure. you don't want little Timmy to see some cock? Uh, I'm not sure, man. I don't think it was a pretty dick. I think it might have just been like a sack. Like a gross, ugly like a dick? Like sack, like slapping against something. How do we get to dick? Always. It, it is raw and raunchy, but it made me laugh from the first scene to the last. I enjoyed it very much. Hell yeah. Let me read this one. This one is from Charles B. It's a little bit funny. John Cena resembles a young Arnold Schwarzenegger, but unfortunately doesn't have Arnold's comedic skills. <laughs> Arnold has comedic skills? Kevin Hart or Cedric the Entertainer or Martin Lawrence would have all been better choices in the main character. This guy's an idiot. They would not have hired any of those guys because they don't have the money to hire any of those guys. That's why they hired Lil Rel Howery. Well, you know, Mirza M is very down the middle. Vacation Friends is a decently enjoyable comedy with enough laugh-out-loud moments and a surprisingly amount of heart. Okay, so for a free movie, it's, it's is okay. Is it free? Yeah, I mean, it's on Hulu. I guess it's not free if you count it like that, but I consider that to be free. Like, five bucks? I'm going to pay that Whoa, anyway. Whoa, Marriott Q, she feels differently, Taylor. Hilarious! <laughs> it is a good Friday night at home. Laugh yourself, silly. Feel good movie, Taylor. She said good a lot in that one sentence. Because it was a good movie to her. And she only said it twice. He spiked his it's hair twice up a lot. so you wouldn't see his uh, bald, bald spot, spot in it. Yeah, Poor he John. spiked it up like uh, the Sum 41 singer through the whole movie. Do you want to hit like one more, maybe? It's up to you. If you want to do one more, that's fine. I think they get the gist. It was a pretty good movie. I think you, if, you don't, if you're bored as shit, go ahead and watch it. His, his review says it take it took five dudes to write this. <laughs> that was the whole review. <laughs> I mean, the guy's not wrong. It did take five people at least. <laughs> well, let's go ahead, take a break, and then when we come back, you have a match you want to discuss for your match of the week. Hell yeah! And we're going to talk about heels. 
back from break, and Taylor hit me with a curveball this week. He decided to go off on his own and watch an uh, entire wrestling card, or did no, you just, just watch watched the match? But I was thinking, so we switched everything up, and we went to this new format, which is cool because I enjoy it, but... I thought that I maybe I would miss some of like the learning of wrestling because I was really seeing a lot of shit that I'd never seen because I like am kind of a student of the game and kind of new to wrestling. So it's been a process over the last year and a half or year, whatever it's been of like learning and watching wrestling. And I figured with this, I mean, I always watch the regular shows, but like I would miss watching old shit. So I thought of an idea of maybe I could watch one match a week and talk to you guys about it. I mean, if everybody's cool with that, I'm, they can't talk back to me. Oh, so. they're not cool with it. Yeah. So, you know but they're cool I mean. with it. So this week I watched uh, Walter versus Will Osprey and Defiant Wrestling. This is on the stacked uh, 2018 card. Uh, it is the main event, and it was about a 30-minute banger. So Walter, man. <laughs> the reason I watched it is because of Walter. Because I'm three matches in, and every match has been one of the best matches I've ever seen. So I am just hooked into Walter. Like, there's something magnetic about Walter that draws me in. 100% your guy, right? Yeah, oh, 150%. And I, my wife kept calling him Volter the other day. She wouldn't refer to him as a normal name. He was just beating the shit out of Dragon. That is so fucking and disrespectful. She'd just be like, Volter hits him again. Volter! I think she thinks he's like a vampire or something. But like, anyway, He is pale as hell. So I never really watched Will Osprey wrestle because I don't really watch a lot of New Japan shit. And like, I've just never really caught him. You know what I mean? So I was anticipating because I've heard how good he is. And I was like, well, if I'm going to see him wrestle, I might as well see him wrestle with the best so walter is not the walter we know today in this like he's a little bigger i would say uh he's probably lost about 25 pounds since this um he's also far more athletic than i've ever seen him in this like i think maybe they dumbed him down like hulk hogan when he moved to wwe like they took a lot of his moveset and were like look like you're a big guy just beat the shit out of people you know what I mean? Like you don't need to be messing around with this bullshit. Because he would at one point, like Will Osprey did a rope run and he like jumped over top of Will Osprey like he was a running back hurdling a defender. And I was like, holy shit! This three hundred pound motherfucker just hurdled him. It was nuts, bro. Like he was doing shit that you wouldn't fucking believe. Like for a big guy, like it was just insane. But like. Like I said, like two completely different style wrestlers, which most of the time for me doesn't really mesh very well. And they were flawless together. Like this had to be one of the best matches I might have ever seen. So we went through a whole match and uh, Walter submitted him at the end, which is a crazy fucking finish for Walter. Uh So it was just honestly just really, really enjoyable. I think next week I might try to maybe dig a little bit more into Will Osprey, but we'll see what happens. The wind takes me where the wind takes me. So why do you think Walter did get dumped down? Why do you think they changed his style? Do you think it was for a longevity point of view? I, or if it maybe he made that decision? Maybe he doesn't need to do it. Because he is just as dominant and can put on just as many good matches, even without the accessibility of being super, super athletic. And again, I haven't watched a lot of his shit, but like everything I've I've watched seems to be like, let me just punish you. You know what I mean? Which he still had the same style. He was still punishing Will Osprey through this whole match. Those chops are those chops. Yeah. They never change. And the sound of those chops rings through the entire building. You know what I mean? It's just, I've, he just has to go on a Mount Rushmore for chops. You know what I mean? If there was a chop Mount Rushmore, I imagine it'd be like him and Ric Flair. Who else? Who else would be on the chops Mount Rushmore? Maybe Benoit, even though nobody would want to fucking talk about it. Man, dude, his chops were nice. I forgot about how nice they were. And then probably Charlotte. 
That's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. She do be chopping. She do be chopping, my guy. Yeah, dude. But like I said, this is like an interesting little thing I can do where I can dip into a rabbit hole because this match was phenomenal, dude. Well, let's set you up on the podcast right now. Let's go ahead and do a little bit of digging. Uh, Bess Will Osprey matches. And let's find you a match to watch for us next week, Taylor. Do a little bit of homework. Oh, God. Wrestling watch, Observer Newsletter. Star rating. I might watch Omega and Osprey. That would be probably a great idea. Um, so it looks like him versus Takaji. Takaji? I'm sorry. I can't fucking pronounce these names. I probably sound like an absolute idiot right now. But it's apparently a six-star match. A six-star match? I didn't even know there were six stars. They're giving them six now? When you're fucking Dave Meltzer, you, you can. You can give them whatever you want. Give me somebody that I know. So how is this? Is it just like that is like a six-star? Dave does. Dave just rates it what Dave feels, man. Well, Dave here's the thing. Like it's a six-star match. It's a six-star match, bro. It also looks like that's his most recent match. Oh. So there might be some seven, eight, maybe 12-star matches in here. Let's go do a little bit digging. Is six the highest you can go? Do you see any higher than six? No, I think he gives him like seven. How do you know? Have you looked at these rating systems before? Because I never have. I don't really care about matches. Oh, Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer comes under uh, fire all the time for his fucking ratings. I don't know. I don't read that. It used to be like five stars were the best, and then the you know the Bucks came around, and he was like, "All right, I'm going to change the scale." Uh, Can I go by like? Well, and also remember that this card is subject to change. If something hits me in a dream, I got to follow it, man. No, I'm going to need you to watch this. No, man, I might watch Scotty Too Hottie. Scotty Too Hottie? Yeah. He's got some five-star matches, doesn't he? <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. I just watched Will go through his whole brain and watch every Scotty Too Hottie match in 30 seconds. You know, that's he what we're like, here for. Scotty Too Hottie, Scotty Too Hottie, Scotty Too Hottie. Oh, no, no good. So I guess you have to watch this... Uh... Shingo match. I should have just fucking said Shingo. I would have sounded like so much <laughs> less of the harder name on purpose because he wanted to sound smart and then it went backwards. Just go for Shingo. It's straight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's go ahead. Talk about heels. Season one. Episode two. Can we do episode two and three? No. <laughs> okay. Fine. I know you why you want to talk about episode three, but we're going to save it for next week. That's fine. That's fine. The people, it's going to put the butts in the seats, Taylor. People are going to come back next week specifically for episode three if they've watched it already. So this show you've forced me to watch by I forced you to watch it, me up and putting me in front of a TV. Um, I definitely did not. It's cool. Pretty cool. (laughs) That's what you got. Yeah, I'm. I'm not like completely sold on it yet, but I will say that I am. I am watching every week, and I'm excited to see what happens. So I will say for me, I've now watched the three episodes that are out. Uh, If you're listening to this, only three episodes are out. Go watch them if you haven't. For me, this is definitely the weakest of the three episodes. Even though I understand the story they're telling, you need it though. It's important. No, exactly. What they're doing is building major character development that we see played upon more in episode three but like i said not going to talk about it so <laughs> it's been the craziest second. ace finds out that he uh is you know basically has to start from square one and fucking loses it dude and 
you know, goes like drinking and like goes drinking. No, he goes on like a drinking binge and actually, uh, so he lives with their mom because, you know, he's kind of a dirtbag. Why are you always going to do this, man? Everybody's got their own path to walk. And uh, he doesn't live with his, he's not a dirtbag because he lives with his mom. He's just a dirtbag because he's a dirtbag. But so his mom notices that he's missing out of his room. And so then they call up, uh, you know, everyone, and they're like, Jack, Ace is missing. He's what? on the wand. Why is everybody always called Jack for everything? Like, Jack is just the guy you call if anything goes wrong. You're like, Jack, something's in my toilet. I think it's an Easter egg. Jack, I think your brother's missing <laughs> because I can't find him. Jack, I need you to come put this pizza in the oven. Do you call people and ask them <laughs> to put pizzas in the oven? Maybe, too? bro. Depends how hot the oven is. You're like, I don't want to burn myself. I don't. Why did I just do that country voice? I don't. I don't. And here's the worst part about Ace missing is fucking Jimmy's kid is being born in the background and they're missing it because nobody cares about Jimmy. I mean, it's not Jimmy's fault. It's not Ace's fault. Sometimes you just got to get drunk and let out your sins. (laughs) You do. So, uh, Without going into too many spoilers for you. Did you get in a fight in this episode? There was a fight, a bar fight. I'll let you get to that at your own pace. And then uh, there was a lot of character development with the wife, which I really enjoyed. It was a... it was a good episode. Like I said, for you, me, you the said, weakest out of the three. You said but the I weakest out of the three. But I would say that it's a necessary episode. It's important. Uh, if you're not watching this show, you should probably hurry up and get on it and quit playing around. And so, two teas next week. We have a special guest in the third episode that everyone's been waiting to see. And uh, Taylor's going to be waiting to talk to you about it I for can't an wait. entire I want week. To talk to you about it now, but will not let me. He hasn't let me out of this chair in two weeks. I'm tied up. <laughs> So, Taylor, anything else you want to hit before we go ahead and get a packing? Get a packing? The fuck does that mean? You know what it means. Oh, God. He's going to, now he's tying me up and packing me, guys. Okay. <laughs> well, then, we'll hit you with the big three at Jaded Wrestling, at Topped Pod, at Year of Pod. We do weekly, bi weekly, all kinds of content for you. And there's even been some cool exclusive content on YouTube lately. So I guess you'll have to go subscribe. Sorry about that. Uh, and if that's not enough for you, you can wear words that represent us on your chest. That's and I'm not telling you to go get that tattooed. Preach. If you want to get a Jaded Rosalind tattoo, please, for the love of God, do it. And do then it. please send me a fucking picture. But what I'm talking about is the best shirt you'll ever buy designed by the wonderful Al from Tots Pod and my heart. We love you, Al. It's been way too long. But yeah, go ahead, ProWrestlingTees.com. Go buy a fucking shirt. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave a review. Jay Wrestling at Pro Wrestling TTTs. Wrestling. Hell yeah. That sounded dope, bro. You should uh, make your own ads. Something like that. Until next time, we will see you on Monday for a new episode of Tots Pod. Peace. Well, actually, no. An interview tomorrow. And you're not going to want to miss it.